Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you for that robust welcome. Thank you for everybody out there who's listening to us. You're listening to another episode of Doug. Doug. And and Renee. (laughs) Married Life. Married Life. Married life. Married life. We've only been doing this for two plus years. I was sitting here looking at you. You have this um, animated way to get started. And so I was just sitting and watching you and observing how you uh, are excited about doing a podcast every week. So I, I was just sitting here the watching you. I'm feeding off the energy. The energy. <laughs> <laughs> what? They can't see you, dear. <laughs> I'm feeding off the energy. Okay. The good All right. vibrations. All righty. CNC Music Factory, 1990, 2000. Good vibrations. Maybe it was CNC? No. Okay, that's another. Yes. Yeah, I throw the CNC. No? No. Good vibrations? No. The guy who sounded like Ice T was doing a rap. Okay, anyway. We are still talking about Date Me. You should see my wife's face. Yes. You know, you know what song I'm talking about, right? No, dear. Let's okay. We, we, we are could, still we talking could, about Date we Me. We can talk about that. We are still <laughs> talking about Date Me. And this is the fourth Sunday in the month of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's the fourth episode because you might be listening to it on Wednesday. You might be listening to it on Tuesday. Who knows when you're going to listen to this? This is the fourth episode. Yes. Date me, part four. So yes. we are still talking about dating your spouse while you're married. And that was the first episode recap. Yes. And we dealt more with the married people the first episode. The yes. next two was more geared toward the singles. Yes. And we did leave um, with a few more items we wanted to share. Yes. Um before we jump into the most important part of date me. Uh-oh. Um so uh, one of the other, the other thing um we were talking about stages. Last week we were talking about stages of dating. And one of the things we didn't talk about was gaining trust and respect. Mm. Um and this is something that if you've ever heard the term used trust isn't um Respect isn't um, given, given, it's earned. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe it's true. I don't have a scripture in I the Bible. Same thing for trust. That, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's earned. And just like you could earn it, you can also lose it. Yes. You could lose somebody's respect and you could lose somebody's trust. So you must be, um, in order to do that, you have to be vulnerable. Uh-oh. If you don't show your true self, how can somebody really trust you if you're always hiding things or you have up walls mm. and they don't really know who you are? How could they trust you, especially if they find out something about you that you didn't share or what some people say, they omitted that information? I didn't um, know. I just didn't tell you. Exactly. <laughs> I, 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 just, I, just didn't, I just didn't think you needed to know that. And if you are truly trying to date somebody to have a lasting relationship that goes into a marriage ministry, into a union, 
you should have every conversation imaginable. You should be able to share your fears, your mistakes, your mishaps, um, your face without makeup, your, 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 your mustache without the, the extra ink and lining to straighten it up, whatever it is. I thought you were going to say your breath without brushing your teeth. <laughs> Bre- no, brush your teeth, y'all. Um, we'll, 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 the, let's, let's, yeah, save, save the morning breath for uh, when you get married and you wake up in the same bed. Uh, but yes. Please brush your teeth, y'all. Um, but that's part of that's part of getting to know one another, uh, being vulnerable. And again, being vulnerable involves open, honest communication. If you're open and you're honest, then you build trust and respect for one another. And I'll speak for the men. Respect is probably the number one thing that's important to them. They want to be respected. Am I right, dear? Amen. And for Hallelujah. And for Thank wo- you, Jesus. For women Glory is, to God. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and for women, it's to feel safe. And part of safety is trust. Mm-hmm. They can't feel safe with someone that they don't trust. So they have to be able to trust you. So gaining trust and respect takes time. It takes vulnerability. It takes communication. It takes being open and honest with one another. I see you writing down notes, so I don't know if you want to say something before I move on to the next one. No, I think it's I think it's important that we. I I asked a question when you you were just talking. I was like, you know, you want to be trustworthy, so you have to ask yourself, why are you lying? Why are you not telling your truth? Not you, Renee, but why? Why can you feel, why do you feel the need not to be honest um, with the person you're dating or even your spouse? Why, why do you always have to lie? Why? But I think that goes to trust. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the person is lying to the other person. So the person who's lying doesn't trust the person with the information that they want to share. Or they don't trust that they're going to respect them anymore. Or they don't trust that they're going to like that part of them. And so they have, um, they put a mask on. Mm -hmm. That's part of the mask. I'm going to cover this part of my life because I'm ashamed of it. I don't, you know, I don't think that the other person would like me anymore or want to date me anymore. So I'm going to you know, kind of hide that part of my life. So in hiding, people lie. That's usually what a lie is. You're trying to cover up what the truth is. And I'm, I'm not saying I don't agree with you. I'm just looking at it from a a marital standpoint. And I'm trying to think why, because I, I don't want to come across as, you know, I'm this great husband, so on and so forth. I'm trying to think, why did I lie to you? You know, when when I was going through my situations, early on in our marriage. And I'm going to come back to that because I, I think that that deserves his trust. Some of it is maybe ego. Some of it, I don't know. But there, there's a lot of reasons and you have to ask yourself to, I'm speaking to the to those who are married right now. Why are you lying to your spouse? You know, what's Cause, the underlying? Because they know they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> when people, when, when you lie to your spouse, the person that you're supposed to be growing together and becoming one together mm-hmm. with, most of the time you're lying because you're doing something wrong and you know you're wrong. But sometimes, sometimes people are just lying just because. And it, it does, it's not even anything they did. You know, they're trying to cover up. They just have a hard time telling the truth. The psychologist in me is like, I'm trying to peel back the onion. You're mm-hmm. more like, Doug, like, just get to it. They wrong. They wrong, and I'm yeah. Like, there, there's, there's some underlying reasons why people don't tell the truth. And I don't know what, I'm not going to address them. I don't know what they are, but there's some reasons why. Okay, well, that's a question for the person to yes. figure out. Yes. Whoever you are listening to this and you know you tell lies, find out why and stop. <laughs> that's it point period point blank drop the mic oh my goodness you know some people it might be like it's not that easy some people and I'm not saying it is that easy yeah. okay but but the first step you know they always say you know the, the first step to recovery is admitting admitting you have an issue you yes. have an issue mm-hmm. so that's first and foremost you know just saying okay ask yourself why do I lie? And I'm not saying when, once you ask yourself, it's going to be easy to just automatically stop lying. Because some people, uh, for lack of a better term, are habitual liars. Mm-hmm. And they just do it. And they like, why did I do that? They don't even know. Yeah. So now it's time for you to peel back your own onions yeah. so that you could effectively date your spouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was all I had to say. Um, Stop lying. <laughs> so, I mean, before we before we jump into, well, looks like uh, you have a scripture here you want to read, but he, here's here's what I want to ask, mm-hmm. or not even ask. I want to propose: whether you're married or single, and you're dating someone, or you're married and you want to have a better dating relationship with your spouse. Will the real you please step forward? Mm. The real you. Not the fake you, not the made up you, not the, you know, put on airs for somebody you or put on a show for you. Will the real you please step forward? And in some cases, going back to asking yourself, why do you lie for those who that's applicable to? You may have to ask yourself, who is the real me? Because sometimes people have put on airs for so long, they don't even know. Sometimes they have to ask themselves, who am I? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Uh, they, they've been lying to themselves for so long, they don't even know who they are. I, exactly. Hmm. If I'm lying to myself, then it'll be hard-pressed for me to tell you the truth. Exactly. Because I've been lying to myself for all these years, so I just can't flip a switch, say, oh, I'm going to be honest to Renee, or I'm going to be honest to my wife and be honest to my husband, but yet I'm lying to myself on a consistent, everyday basis. Right. That's a good point there. Yeah. Stop. Renee, I love you. I love you too, dear. Oh, you're all right with me. Yeah. Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> as, as I often say, keep it real and keep it raw. Mm-hmm. And... You will be happier with yourself when you could just be yourself. Yes. I can tell you that. I can, I can co-sign. I can, what's, 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 what's the other things? Co- co-sign I can co-sign with, me, with you what could... you just said. Because when, when we were early on in our marriage, when I was a, 
habitual, consistent liar to you. Once I stopped, I have been... It's liberating. Yes. <laughs> it is life-changing. It's liberating. It's uh, a weight off of you. You don't have to remember all the different lies and all the different stories you told and all that. I'm going to the store. I'm coming back. It's, you know, I don't have to make up all these weird stories about, you know, my tire came off and ran across the highway and all this other stuff. You didn't mm. see it on the news? Yeah, they had the news trucks out there. <laughs> all this. I, I don't remember that story. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Just, just now people come up with some elaborate schemes, some elaborate lies, and you got to involve other people. And it's, it's just tell the truth. Trust and respect goes a long way. Now, I'm going to hold off on that scripture because I, 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 yeah, I'm going to hold off on that scripture. Okay. Okay. So, so this week, we, we were kind of finishing up from last week, and we were having a conversation this week, Doug and I. And I said, in my prayer time, I was asking God, well, what do you want us to share this week? And God said to me so clearly, tell people to date me. Uh Uh-oh. So we've been talking about dating your spouse, and we've talked about when you're single and you're dating someone, but the most important relationship that anyone could ever have is with God. And so when God said that, I kind of, my jaw, I I heard it in my spirit, my jaw kind of dropped open like, oh God, forgive me, that we didn't put you first. Yeah. Because you should date God first, whether you're married, whether you're single, date God. And I could hear somebody out there in podcast land thinking, date God, mm-hmm. but God's a spirit and I'm, and I'm flesh. But I'm going to read you a scripture. The Bible says in... I'm trying to think which one I want to read first because God gave me two scriptures. Read them in order. Um, Matthew 6, 33. This scripture is my favorite scripture because when I first got saved, this was the one that resonated with me most in the Gospels. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. While you're seeking a relationship with someone else, God is saying, seek me first. Because in Revelation 3 and 20, he says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and I will sup with him and he with me. Mm -hmm. God is knocking at the door. And he's saying, you're looking for man to fulfill your needs. You're looking for man. And when I say man, this is man or woman. Man or woman. Mm-hmm. Um, to fulfill your needs, to satisfy you, to give you joy, to give you peace, to, to complete you. But you can't do that if you don't have God in your life. And it's important when you put God first in everything you do. Everything else falls in line. If you're looking for a husband, if you're looking for a wife, that will come if you put God first. And women, you should be 
hoping that a man is going to find you because the Bible is clear. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. So if you are being a wife to God, if you are dating God, it's going to be easy for the man to identify you as already wife material. And part of dating God is spending time with him. All of the stuff that we talked about over the last couple of weeks about gaining trust and respect and communication. You can do all of those things with God. Yeah. Communication, prayer, that is your line of communication with God. Sitting and having a conversation with God, a dialogue where you are speaking and then you are quiet and waiting for God to speak to you. And it doesn't happen every time you sit down to pray that God says something. Sometimes when you're driving in your car, God will answer you or God will say something to you. God will show you something that lets you know that he's speaking to you. And having open conversation with God about your fears, about your, and God knows you. So you, he's the person that you can be the most transparent with. You know, you can cry, let your snot sling while you crying. Sling your snot. While you praying, uh, <laughs> quiet, sitting, and just worshiping the great and mighty God that he is and thanking him for blessing you to see another day. Um, showing him love. Same thing we talked about in dating. Um, you know, when, when you're da- dating your spouse, showing them, their, speaking to them in their love language. God's love language is worship. We were created to worship him. So you want to go to God in a, in a reverent respect. That's another word for respect in a respectful, reverent way, showing him that you trust him, that you have faith in him. The Bible says those that come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. This is how you date God. It is so important for us to have a relationship with God. God created us as relational beings with him first Mm -hmm. and then man second. Because before God created Eve, there was Adam. And Adam was in the garden and Adam was taking care of the the animals and naming the animals and having conversation with God. And then God said, you know what? It's not good for man to be alone. And then he sent Eve. But the first relationship was with God. And that's the thing that God really wanted me to share today is that date God first. You, if you're married, that doesn't mean that you totally ignore your spouse. You have that's a responsibility. I, that's what I wrote down. It I was, is. I was going to wait. Yeah. Okay, I'll let you. <laughs> I'll let you interject so they can hear from you too. <laughs> so no, I was going to let you go. So you you were talking about date God first. I don't believe now. In a, in a marriage that God wants you to date him at the expense of your spouse. There's 24 hours in a day. Right. So if you're saying, well, I'm dating God, let's say husband, wife, you know, marital, saying, well, I'm dating God, so I can't take you out to dinner because mm-hmm. I'm dating God. Mm-hmm. What kind of foolishness yeah. is that? <laughs> I can't spend time with you because I'm I'm spending time with God yeah. all day today. Yeah. There are 24 hours in the day. Get up earlier, you know, go to bed later, do whatever you got to do, 
But I don't believe, you know, some people get weird and start saying things and doing things that aren't necessarily biblical. I'm spending all my time with the Lord and blah, blah, blah at the expense of your spouse. No, mm-hmm. no, that that's that's just crazy talk. So I don't believe God would want you to, you know, like, you know, best thing I can think of off the top of my head is, you know, we can't go to dinner. We can't. We can't go on vacation. We can't do this. We can't, have, spending, we can't have sex. Yeah. I'm in consecration with God. God put me on a on a, a 12-month fast. <laughs> 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 we are laughing, but in all seriousness, we've been around the block 35 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we've seen some things and we've heard some things and we know some things. People do that. Yeah. And it's at the expense of your relationship. With your with your spouse, um, God created the the marriage to be an image of Christ in the church, mm-hmm. and so you have an obligation and a responsibility when you said "I do" to still date your spouse. Now, on the flip side, you have to spend time with God. Yes. You should spend time with God, and God willing, you and your spouse. Both have a mutual understanding, a mutual adoration for God, a mutual faith so that it's not a problem. Because Mm -hmm. there are people who one spouse is saved and the other one is not. Mm -hmm. And that can present a challenge if one spouse is um, spending too much time at church or spending too much time um, with God in in the eyes of the unsaved spouse. I just wrote that. I just wrote that down like you're reading my notes. I, and I can't see your notes there, from here. There's a big difference between dating God and dating the church. Mm, don't, 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 don't do it. <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. It's like it was stuck. Oh, some of y'all need to stop all these ministries you're in and go home. I'm mm. not your pastor, but you don't need to be in all these ministries. If it's taking you away from your house, from your loved one, from your spouse. Your spouse, your children. Yeah. You're like, I'm these... doing the work of God. But the work of God is your marriage. Yes. First. Yep. Marriage first. And you always up at church, always, eh, the church need me to do this and they need me to do that. Nah. If you don't, if you if you don't do it, somebody will do it. Or guess, it won't get done. And what they forget, we are the church. Yeah. Christians are the church. They keep saying, I gotta run to this building. Or I gotta go help this pastor. Or I gotta go help this minister. And I'm not saying that that you shouldn't serve. But you got to have a balance. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything the last couple of years have taught us is that they shut churches down and you can't, you know, for those of, depending on where you live, you know, you couldn't go into a church. And so church isn't, like you said, the building, wherever the, your local church is, you know, that's the, the church is bigger than those four walls, the church of Jesus Christ. And you also said something interesting. A few minutes ago, when you talked about wife material, and you said he that finds a wife. If you want to be a wife, then you have to be wife material. That means you shouldn't be dressing a certain way to catch somebody's eye. Because if you got to dress a certain way to catch somebody's eye, then you're going to have to dress, keep dressing a certain way to keep somebody's eye. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wife material. I and, and there have been times where we in church or someplace else, I'm like... I could tell who's single and I could tell who's married just by how they dress. Mm. I could tell. 
I'm not your pastor. I love you. God loves you. And we do too. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But Buddy. that goes back to what we were talking about, I think, episode two about the eyes. Mm-hmm. That, you know, our eyes have gotten us in trouble since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of time. You know, we we the Bible says walk by faith and not by sight. Mm-hmm. You looking at that woman or you looking at that man and say, oh, she looks good, he looks good, mm-hmm. but you can't see their heart. You can't see the fruit of their spirit based on that three-piece suit or you know, that car they drive or that makeup they have on or that weave they got in their hair or that low-cut shirt or the high skirt, whatever it is, that is not who that person really is. Mm -hmm. And that takes me back to something I said earlier in the podcast. Will the real you please step forward? And when you were talking about date God, one of the things I told you, I believe the God, the Holy Spirit gave me, was that we talk about date me tower single folks and I, if you met somebody two weeks and they talking about getting married no date me mm-hmm. you know it, we've been we've just been two weeks three weeks are you talking about oh I want to marry you no date me date me yes and you know what when you said that I was thinking. That's how you get to see if someone says, oh, I'm a woman of God or I'm a man of God. Let's just say you met them in church. And just because you meet somebody in church don't mean they have a relationship with God. You you need to spend time with them to see that they spend time with God. Mm -hmm. You can tell. Oh, yeah. Not just initially, unless God gave you the the gift of prophecy Mm And discernment where the first time you see somebody, you say, oh, I could tell that's a woman of God or I could tell that's a man of God. You need to spend time with that person. Just like dating God. The more you spend time with God, the more you get to know God and his splendor and his 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 glory and his peace that surpasses all understanding. A lot of those things are only found in his presence. And so you have to be in that person's presence to know that they've been in God's presence. Exactly. And after two or three weeks, they, you're not ready to get married. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just going to tell you. You ain't ready to get married. Not after two or three weeks. Marry me. Look, no, date me. Yes. You don't even know what my favorite color is. Talking about date me. Don't even know what my love language is. Yeah. You're still trying to figure it out. Date me. Why, what's the rush? What 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 is the rush in going to get married so soon without, you know, having counsel of your family, people you, you know, uh a trust as far as, you know, their opinions. What what is the rush? Why why are we rushing? You, you don't have to rush. This other than accepting Jesus into your, your heart, this will probably be the biggest decision you make. And so you want to take your time. You want to make sure you are um, in in the will of God and God's timing. So just date. Just let's just date. We ain't get married after two weeks. Yeah. No. And then if you're dating God and you're seeking Him first and all His righteousness, you're also asking God, God, is this the person for me? Wait mm-hmm. for an answer. Yeah. Wait to hear from God. Ask God 
to show you that person's true colors. Ask God to show you that person's heart and where they really are. And open your eyes because God will show you. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't try to pretend that when they got super angry that, oh, that's just normal. <laughs> <laughs> they, they flipped out on the person trying to valet park their car because mm-hmm. they, you know, just whatever. Or they flipped out because the waitress brought the wrong meal to the table. Whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, God will, will show you what you need to see and if that's the person that you should be with. Or they flipped out because you, you were at church and you gave somebody a church hug. And they're like, why are you hugging that person? Yeah. Why, uh, it's, like, it's a church hug. Why are you always hugging people? Yeah. Who's that, who's that guy looking at you? Who's that woman yeah. looking at you? No, 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 no. Anyway. Yeah. Red flags. Red flags. That's what we say. God will show you red flags and little alarms. Sometimes there'll be like sirens going off. Woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. You better pay attention. Because That's why dating God is so important. Because in your prayer time where you've made your request known, the enemy also, the devil also heard your prayer request also. So mm-hmm. just be mindful that, you know, he may send somebody who looks like the person that you've been praying for smells like the person you've been praying for, however you want to call it. But the devil knows what you've been praying for. And so if you've been praying in your native tongue, so you just have to be mindful of that, that he may send somebody that, for lack of a better phrase, a sheep in wolf's clothing. Is that the phrase? Or a wolf in sheep's clothing? Oh. Wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, a wolf in sheep's clothing. So just be mindful of that. Okay? I love you. We love you. We want the best for you. We want you to have 35 years just like we will. And, oh, we already did. I we did. We, I thought we were this, going somewhere. This, but. this was our 35th anniversary week. Yeah. In July 20th, we 35 years. Yep. If you want to bless us, feel free. Feel free. <laughs> Monetarily. Doug and Renee. That's Doug and Renee. Just Doug and Renee. Yeah. Cash app, Doug yeah. and Renee. Cash app, Doug and Renee. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is me taking an offering. Normally, I don't do that, but that just dropped in my spirit. If we've been a blessing to you, feel free to be a blessing to us. And we look forward to praying next week on the topic of date me. Date me. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.